Hello and welcome to the Name in Progress podcast. Tonight, it will be me, Sanity, and Swarmer. Sadly, Dylan and Tori could not make it to this recording. They're losers. Boo! <laughs> hey, Dylan... Dylan has some important stuff to get done, apparently. I I don't know where Tori is. I, I haven't heard from her all day. She is off on an adventure. So sad. No, that's a later episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. We're, we're just uh, uh, foreshadowing. It's going to be all over again. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, uh... You guys didn't hear anything, but uh, the original, the first episode we recorded, someone was just tip tapping away on their keyboard. And let me tell you, there was, oh, <laughs> there was quite a few to remove. Well, you shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm the editor. I have the power. You type here. What? I worry you type it. I was typing on the dock, and I forgot we were recording for a hot second, and I'm like, oh. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, makes sense. (laughs) Alright, that's slightly more understandable. I thought you were just, like, on a random thing, just Googling stuff. Casually, like, does research project while (laughs) on... It's like, oh, man, this editor, he's gonna love me. Gotta love it. Alright, so today we're going to be discussing horror games. Starting with someone say a game. Uh hmm. Gotta think. This is a good one. This is a good question. Cause the only one I know is until dawn, on the top of my head at least. On for games? Uh, you guys yeah. also mentioned uh Five Nights. Oh yeah, there's a lot of indie horror games. Indie horror um, games still count as indie ho- or as horror. Technically, yeah. Uh, the games that I know, technically, Sally Face is a horror game. Then there's oh, Frambo. Frambo. Oh yeah, Frambo. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really played that much, but I do know a little bit. Frambo's a real interesting game. Let me tell you. It really is. I'll say like just the way they play with your pers- like it's not even something really scary it's just the way they play with like your perspective and like the start of the game like it's all leading up to something nice and it's like oh yeah by the way here's a million corpses (laughs) sucks to be you i'm gonna prescribe a medication that will make you your life upside down that reminds me of we happy few that is a pretty good horror game, but you know what else is a really good horror game that is what kind of similar to Fran Bow and everything? Yes. Doki hmm. Doki Literature Club. Oh, no. So that thing starts off, you know, it's all nights and cutesy, and it's like, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, here's a hanging corpse. This chick stabs herself. They're all very mentally ill. Very. Uh, this one randomly 
disappeared. Who knows what happened to her? Yeah, like. And then you have the narcissistic. Oh Doki yeah. Doki Group Therapy Club. <laughs> <laughs> Except it doesn't work. Their way of coping is writing literature. Yes. I don't they think write their a way lot of stories. Very well. I mean. Come to think of it, all or nothing. Been, I guess they could have been considered a dead poet society. Yeah, they could have. <laughs> I hate that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I it's funny, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with that movie. Okay. That's fair. You know, from horror games. So you guys, do you guys, you guys all know what Kenyon is, right? Uh, yes. I believe so. Yeah. So many people can characters from horror games, even me. But it, it's kind of concerning. I I I agree with that. Wait, what is Kenyon? Okay, it's, it's relating to a fictional character, basically. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yes, you're not on mentally ill TikTok, man. It's okay. I'm not on TikTok at all. Exactly. Good for you. I Google. I congratulate you, actually. I've been on there way too long since 2015. Actually, I'm not even kidding. Anyway, people getting characters from horror games is kind of a horrible phenomenon. Kind of creepy. Yeah. It's like, yo, this sadistic murderer, I relate to that. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't such a bad guy after all. Oh. I mean, the thing about a lot of horror games, though, well, a lot of, like, the really good ones, and even some underrated ones, I guess, they take a good mental approach to stuff. Like, you can see how one person thinks, and that may cause you to relate to the character who honestly should not even be considered as human. Yeah, that's... I'll say that's kind of fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I mean, even though they're a serial killer, they still have emotions, but that doesn't mean they're good ones. Well, <laughs> not necessarily, I mean. <laughs> Some people have just snapped. We all have our moments. Drafted. We all have our moments. Sooner or later, who knows? Jack the Ripper. <laughs> just peeps around the corner. You having a moment yet? No? <laughs> Alright, I'll pop back in later. <laughs> I think that would be funny, just some sadistic serial killer just stalking a person like, You in a good mood? No? Alright, I'll check back. <laughs> like, waits until they're, like, just had some giant promotion or something, and it's like, Everything's going great! I mean, I'd, I'd like to be happy before I got murdered by a serial killer, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it'd be kind of bad if you were sad. Well, you'd probably want to be murdered if you were really, really sad. Man just comes in, hands you a check for a million dollars, and then starts stabbing you. Leaves a hundred dollars on your front porch, and then stabs you once you walk inside. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. Oh, that stab wound, man. It's like... Have you guys seen, uh, the Game Grumps episodes when they played Doki Doki, though? I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. Oh, it's so funny. Dan 
starts talking about Clifford the Big Red Dog for some reason. Just like anytime Yuri mentions a book, Dan just starts going on about Clifford the Big Red Dog, and then when Yuri stabs herself, he just oh look, it's Clifford the Big Red Stab Wound. Clifford the Big Red Stab Wound. Oh great. That explains why he's red. <laughs> I never Clifford thought Clifford is that. just a stab wound. Walking yeah. Stab wound. <laughs> a big, big stab wound. God, that's Wait, does that mean he's like Earth's Earth like the stab wound of Earth, technically? And the stab Think wound about just it. constantly moves. He just walks around. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful I mean... process. Clifford is kind of scary, to be honest. I mean, think about it. He's a giant red dog. Alright. Imagine seeing that thing walking down the street towards you. you I'd... See You'd feel it first. <laughs> yeah, you would. He is the reason why we have earthquakes. Yeah. You're sitting in your car in traffic. Did your car start shaking? Just like, oh, fuck, not again. You look out the window and it's just Clifford walking down the street. Like, uh, imagine how gross it'd be if Clifford just licked your car. Oh. All the, the slobber. Uh, <laughs> this is the scariest horror game of all. I think if I don't see the indie game of Clifford the Big Red Dog within the next year, uh, hell's gonna be raised. It's just a, uh... It's just like Guys, the new horror away. game idea is Clifford the Big Red Stab Wound, and yes. we'll make it a giant franchise of Clifford we'll just looking cars. Like yeah. Just, just starts out in a game, you're just running away, hearing these, like, monstrous sounds behind you, and then you just peek behind you, and it's just a giant red dog just bounding. Sounds like every kind of crappy Roblox game. <laughs> We need to hit up the man who created Siren Head to create this game. Yes. Alright, so we're gonna need you to work with this copyrighted entity? <laughs> Is Clifford an entity? Yeah, maybe. Aren't we all entities? Probably. I don't know. I completely failed that English test. Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are going to love let me tell you. It's, it's so weird to even hear of a different English teacher. Yeah. Insane. It's gonna be fun, let me tell you guys. It's... Oh, dear God. It's not a hard class. It's just... The, uh... We do an affix list every week. And it's just... We do ours, like, every week and a half. It's just trying to remember, because it's not like the simple, like, you know, aqua, by uh, mono. No, it's not the simple ones like that. It's, oh, hey, what's entity? What's the definition? What's a synonym? What's an antonym? What oh, my God. No. I remember, dude, I remember listening to Laney and Red last year talk about that at my lunch table last year, and I was, like, so stressed out just hearing them talk about that. Yep. Oh, well, you know, you got ogre. What's the synonym? What's the antonym? What's the definition? 
I think the water's killing me. Hold up. And I'm gonna be honest, I completely blanked on it, so I put the definition of ogre as Shrek, which is not right. What? Okay, so with if you don't know an answer, make him laugh. If you can make him laugh when he's grading your paper, he'll give you partial points. Hmm. And it's glorious. Ever had a male English teacher? I have, actually. I've had three. I think I've had one. I had Mr. F*** at the middle school, and Mr. out of I had Mr. Oh, I've had four. I forgot about At my old school, I had this one dude named Mr. Hirsch. Shoot. Hmm? Hirsch. What a funny yeah. name. There's also this one guy in fifth grade. His name was Mr. Reese. Reeser. Mr. Reeser. People were banned from calling them Hershey and Reesey. Ha. Uh, did you Oops. guys hear about the student that got, uh, suspended because he made a meme and put Miss as one of the Who's of Whoville? That's why he got suspended? Oh, no, this was years ago. Oh, okay. Why did get suspended anyway? Does anybody know? I do. What happened? So, supposedly... Okay, so she supposedly had a jewel, I guess. And her and a were like fighting over it, and she tried to, then they tried to blame it on her boy toy, and stuff. I don't know the full situation, but that's what I do know. She does not. That, that's feels so out of place for her. Yeah. I can't believe somebody else has mentioned her making yeah, ooh. Oh, I think it's so funny. I joke about it all the time, and I'm her freaking TA. Does she laugh? <laughs> no! She doesn't. I don't say it while I'm there. Because <laughs> I know I'll get my beat by her. Or you'll get suspended. Yeah! <clears throat> Improv? I think I know enough, but just the right amount of not completely enough to do my right, I guess. But... Yeah, the teacher scene is not something I look forward to because I don't know half of the teachers there anymore. Uh. Oh yeah, so did I ever tell you, did you guys ever hear what I was actually going to say to Dylan when like I stopped mid-sentence and just leaned over to him and went, I can't say that. I think I could infer it, but I forget what you even said now. So uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. So no, uh, they were doing a military scene. Yeah, for the one. Oh wait, oh. Yeah, they gave me the prompt of drill sergeant. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Never mind. Oh yeah, no, I I I was having fun with it, but uh, I started to call him a. Yes. Choice words <laughs> sprinkled in, and then realized like halfway to my sentence, it's like, I can't say that here. I'll get into it. I really wish we were allowed to cuss an improv. Dude, Me too. Dude, 
Imagine how funny that would be. Bro, imagine how overdramatic we could be. Like, from any scene, from, like, Karen's to that one, uh, like, that broken car in the <laughs> racer. Someone, <laughs> someone says something. Did oh, no. I'm sorry. What the f Did you say <laughs> So we just have to be unsupervised, he then we can do it. Yes. I we just gotta kick him out. I'm yeah, sorry. we just gotta lock him out and be like, sorry. I can't, he wouldn't even care if he wasn't, like, obligated to. The Spanish department is closed today. <laughs> no, we should tell is. him to teach us all the Spanish cuss words, and then we can do it. Yeah, exactly. What if I were to cuss him out in Spanish? What would happen? I don't know. Like, what uh, proof would anybody confused. have? <laughs> like, good, you're teaching your students enough, go. Uh, I know Scheisse, which is in German, but that's about it. The only thing I know that's a cuss word in Spanish is Pero. Pero, para, which is <laughs> That's the only thing I know. Most important one, I mean. Okay, so we were talking about, uh, Doki Doki. Um, then we got to YouTube, and we were like, oh, 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 sh oh, um, teachers, oh, hmm? Yeah. And now we are, what, what shall we talk about? Yo, so Mr. Afton, though, that man <laughs> refuses to die. Everybody's thirsted after him, it's so odd. Oh, yes, Mr. Afton. Old guy. So is one thing I've always been slightly confused about with like the timeline because one convoluted real bad. Is Mr. Afton phone guy? From the first hmm. game. I don't think so. I haven't gone real in depth of the lore, I just have like a basic understanding. I don't think he. I think Phone Guy is a separate guy. Because I, I see a bunch so of people too. thirsting after him lately. Because in the first game, isn't like the Phone Guy killed? Yeah, Phone Guy dies. And oh, I think there's multiple. Like, well, because then there's that other one that's like security like... guard. The one that sounds like a straight up girl in the Almost night that has a sleepover. Sounds like what? Sorry. He sounds like he's like a girl in the 90s when they're at the sleepovers that are like gossiping. Oh. Like, you'll be starring as the security, the security guard as he twirls the uh, phone line. Oh, I know what you're talking Make about. sure nobody makes out in the corner. Well, but see, in that game, I'll say that's, that's uh, Five Nights 3. <laughs> Which is after Afton is already dead, because Springtrap is his corpse inhabiting the animatronic. Correct. I'll say, my understanding of the timeline is it's the, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 2 is the, is technically the original establishment. That one gets closed down, then... Five Nights 1 happens, where Phone Guy is murdered and presumably stuffed inside a suit, 
or it could be where he was, you know, the cutscene or the little thing you can get in Five Nights 3 where, you know, it's the animatronics trap purple guy in a springlock suit and then the springlocks fail and kill him. I think what that audio we're hearing is in Five Nights 1. I don't know. Whatever. This is gonna make me want to go through the whole timeline now again. <laughs> um, have you seen that video of like that one that guy with the phone head? Because I've seen a bunch of edits with that, but I don't know if that's yes. actually canon. I don't, I don't know if that's what he's actually supposed to be or not. That's what the community made out of him. So technically, yeah, it's not William Afton. I feel like it would have been out a lot more if it was. That's fair. Especially Matt Pat would have said something. Plus, if we were to hear like William Afton like getting like, uh, Wait, yeah, William killed. Afton doesn't sound that yassified. <laughs> um, but no, if we were to hear like William like getting like killed by the Springlock failure, I think there would have been more like just then like uh oh, and then animatronic screen. Right. He would have probably been crying in pain, to not be able to end the phone call. Yeah. Oh, well, better turn this off. That way no one hears me. <laughs> <laughs> I then there's also... Murderer, but I don't want to cause other people mental damage. I think we should just replace every single person that we don't know. Just with, with the old fandom classic, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent? Vincent? Vincent. Oh, Vincent. My mic cut off. Yeah, that. Who? I'm basically I'm... a non-canonical character that people use to replace characters oh. they did not know about. Oh, Vincent! Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, the OG purple guy. Oh, the hot one. Yeah, the one that the fandom like drew up because they didn't know. Okay. Oh, the one that everyone shipped phone guy and him with. Oh, yeah, he's a whole separate being. Uh, speaking of that, have you guys seen some of the mon monstrosities that have been made on YouTube after a uh, security breach came out? Yes. Dude, there's mm. one. I don't know what this dude's name. I don't know what the dude's name is, but like. Yeah, like, there's this dude where he's just in love with Roxy. And, like, some of the stuff he's made and then posted. FNAF needs to turn down its horny meter. Well agreed on. I'm pretty sure it's in violation of Rule 34. Also, oh. one thing I never understood is why they made that one version of Chica so fan servicey. I, I don't know, man. Is that she's so she looks so Chica? different? Yeah, the one with like the underwear and the bib. Yeah, that's Toy Chica. She's, I think she's the one that started everything with like the really creepy Five Nights. Well, like at least she doesn't have a kid possessing her. Cause I mean, technically it's not wrong wrong, it just kinda makes well, you like a furry. Uh, okay, one. Those ones are plastic, which is kinda weird in itself. 
but then if you actually look at the timeline, technically those ones should be the first ones that were possessed. Or oh, no. the other way around where because if Five Nights at Freddy's 2 took place before Five Nights at Freddy's the original, it was these kids were murdered, stuffed inside a suit, the police or whatever found out, and shut down the restaurant. And then, uh, Afton found out about the new restaurant, came in, murdered them. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a lot of other stuff, too, because then there's, like, parent companies and stuff. And there's a bunch of random soul shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's possessed. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, that- I don't think the, um, toy animatronics are possessed. Because yeah, they I were feel like designed they aren't. to keep Afton out. That's because true. they had the facial recognition. But, you also have the <laughs> Freddy head that was designed to fool their recognition. I like how we're all speculating on stuff that's basically canon. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, we're not even bothering to look up if it's true or not. But then it's also, like, uh, what's her... Like, there's the Freddy head that, you know, tricks their facial recognition where... this It is confirmed that, you know, one of the... Both batches of children that were killed, it was... They were led away by someone in a spring... Or in one of the, uh, springlock suits that then killed them so it is a possibility that's where he got his mo is he was hiding in that to fool the facial recognition yeah i don't think i i know at least like toy bonnie i don't think is possessed right because i've seen a lot of stuff for him too i don't know well not lots of stuff but there's been a lot of like a lot of fans love him i'm actually looking it up right now as we speak please be our, our, our research project person. So, um... <laughs> I looked it up, and it says that it's unconfirmed okay. if the five are possessed, because since there's only six tombs, not eleven, because those toy animatronics would make it eleven. But, I don't like that vagueness. One of the other things is after one of the lo I don't know which location it was, but after the one location closed, the Springlock suits were dis- like, weren't used anymore. So, in Five Nights at Freddy's 4, I think that's at the original restaurant, which is where, you know, Freddy's jaw malfunctions, or it's a Springlock, you know. Bro, the Springlock suits sound so bad. Why would you come up with that mechanic? Exactly. That sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. It kind of makes sense until it gets, you know, like the damp, like the dampness can cause them to fail. And then it's like, hey, maybe figure out a failsafe. Yeah. Then again, they like vastly produced some of them and then spent way too much time trying to trap, trap children for some of them. Especially in that one where they co-parent uh, with that other company. Oh, are you talking about sister location? Yeah, yeah, sister location. That is actually just Afton, which makes sense, because it's William Afton and who's the other? The Tenry something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think. No. Uh, the two owners of 
the uh, Fazbear Corporation. It's Henry Afton and William... Wait, it's William Afton and Henry something. Henry Emily. Emily. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because... And then that one kid got killed because she disobeyed the rules. Well, the It was child... Elizabeth. Yeah. So, the crying child is, you know, technically the sixth victim? Yeah, because it's him or William has his kid go there. No. His kid was, his kid, he often told her to not, like, stay alone in the room with, I think, wasn't it Ballora? No, not Ballora, what's her name? It was Baby. Yeah, to not stay alone in the room with Baby, but one time, uh, she disobeyed the rules, and she, like, opened herself up, and there was, like, ice cream, and then she swallowed the kid. Yeah, because... Yeah, she got so, scooped. Yeah. The yeah. first five <laughs> get murdered, and then William does the sister location just to trap children, which is why Baby exists. And then knowing this, he tries to keep his kids away. Elizabeth is like, yo, she looks like me. I want to fucking find out why. Get Clearly, keeping the kids away does no. not work. Eh. No. And then, uh, I feel like he was just asking for that. Why bring your kid over? you guys hear about, like, the thing with Ballora? Mm, maybe. What about her? So, uh, one of the theories is Afton... It is actually in lore that Afton murdered his wife. But hmm. so one of the things that is theorized is he killed his wife and then shoved her body inside of Ballora. Oh, I've heard of that theory before. Yeah. But so I think what it is, is it's, you know, the f original five children get murdered. And then I think it might be... I think it might be the crying child gets, you know, his head chomped, dies. And then it's, uh, Afton, you know, gets kicked out of the Fazbear Corporation, does sister location, which, having already lost a child, tries to keep his children away from, you know, his fucking murders. Man, how about just don't bring yeah. your kids to a place where the animatronics will eat you if you're alone. That's fair. Exactly. His Especially daughter, kids that young. His daughter dies and he's like, ah, this is fucking bullshit. And so, you know, he goes out, lures Henry's daughter outside of this building where, you know, it's supposed to be the puppet was designed by Henry specifically to protect Henry's daughter. And the uh, William pays the kid that shoved the crying child into Freddy's mouth to trap the puppet. They trap the puppet. He lures Henry's daughter outside and kills her. And, you know, the puppet escapes, finds the dead body, and absorbs her soul somehow. And gives life to the original possessed animatronics. And then, you know, Afton's like, hey, you know... Killing kids is fun, so I'm gonna go kill another five. And, you know, go Convenient. kill the other five. And then, you know, the original five souls get released and trap him in the animal lock and the spring lock zoo. 
it malfunctions and kills them, and then, you know, it's five nights, three. One of my favorite things, uh, because uh, I watched every single FNAF Matt Pat theory out there, um, is when he goes over the books, because I, I don't really read them or have access to them. Um, I don't know how to read. But there's so much detail about some of the stupid stuff. Yeah. There's also the hippo in uh, Ultimate Custom Night, where, you know, if the hippo kills you, I think it's the hippo. Mr. Hippo, yeah. But, you know, the hippo, the hippo kills you. It's like, if you try to read too much into every little detail, you're going to drive yourself insane. Matt Anyway. Matt Because he actually has this one episode where it's like, I see what you're saying here, Scott. But I'm going to read into the details of what Mr. Hippo said because f*** you. I even <laughs> remember watching, like, Markiplier play Security Breach lately. And... I love how he mentioned about, like, sometimes things are, uh, just meant to be the way it is, and kind of potentially calling out MatPat. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> there's not hidden meaning, it's just like, hey, this thing, it's a thing, moving on. I never realized how much Mark and MatPat kind of contrasted each other till those memes started coming out. Well, get her gov! Get her gov is for nerds. And then that, uh... I forget what the other one was, but... I'll say, but Matt and Mark are actually... If I remember correctly, they're actually pretty good friends. And so it's a lot of it just them with each other. Yeah. And funny fact, Matt Pat actually didn't want to play Gator Golf. It was his assistant that wanted to play Gator Golf. Uh-huh. Oh, I'd never watched uh, Matt Pat play it. I've just... I've watched the theories. I've never watched his gameplay. I watched it because I was just like, okay, why not? I want to hear what he has to say. And the only thing I got out of it, two things I got out of it was, one, him just saying, Music Man! Yeah. A bunch. And then the other one was him arguing with his assistant, Matt, about Gator Golf and Mini Golf. That's what I got out of it. Gator Golf String Nerds. Gator Golf. Nerds, we're gonna go play laser tag. <laughs> Wait, I was texting my friend, right? <clears throat> and they said, everyone, meet my friend Ghost. She's my best friend. Be nice or else I'll fight you. The ghost person said, hi. I said, hello, hello. The ghost person said, how are you? I said, good. I'm doing a podcast with my friends right now. I Later, I shall be more hospitable. And then my other friend said, for a second, I thought you, I thought you said you'd be in more of a hospital. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> going somewhere. Oh, I think, I think Swarmer's currently dying. What I believe in you. You can die better. <laughs> what? Go big or go home. I just saw like the little mute come up. It's like ah, Swarmer appears to be dying. No, that wasn't me. Like that wasn't Grandpa. Oh. He's in the hallway. <laughs> Understandable. I'm like, uh oh. There she go again. I'm gonna try to talk over it. <laughs> we just gotta be louder. It's fine. Nothing's coming through your mic. Okay, cool. I'm screaming. I'm dying. I'm violently. Are you getting stabbed and singing about it? 
<laughs> no, it's this one song. It always comes in my head when I I'm just like randomly doing stuff and then I get this that audio in my head just like I'm screaming. I'm dying. Environmentally matched. Oh, you know what a beautiful song on YouTube? This is going to probably get me in some butt. I have to look up a song on YouTube. But it's slightly not a good song. You don't have the worst taste in music. No, have you guys ever heard the uh, How to Tie a Noose? Let's learn how to tie a noose. It's easy if you're not obtuse. Yes. All you need is a piece of rope and abandon all your hope. Yeah, I I've like... never heard of that song, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old noose song. Yeah, so they had to change it because, you know, it got the person that originally posted it in a lot of trouble. Yeah, his account had been, like, because he also had, like, I have on my fingers, then I goes chop, 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 that song. Yeah, um, if I miss the spaces in between, my fingers will fall. He, uh, in the description of his video now, he has the a link to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's kind of dark. Oh, no, he has another one. Uh oh. Christmas noose song. This is. It's. It is sad how many songs there are about how to tie a noose. I mean, at least they're very, like, they're lyrical genius type songs, you know? Right. No, guys, listen, you don't understand. I was just looking up how to tie a noose and that popped up. <laughs> It's exactly. I, won I wonder why it would pop up. <laughs> I don't. I would have never man. thought those. I never. I would have never thought lear like learning how to tie noose would equal to. Yeah. Who knew? Where okay. were we? Uh, we were talking about FNAF, but we should probably move on to another game. Yeah. We were talking about FNAF for 80, 87 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you guys? ever played or seen any gameplay of Seven Days to Die? Seven I've never days. even heard of it. Let me look at that. That sounds really, really familiar. So, Seven Days to Die, it's kind of like Minecraft in a sense where, you know, it's, hey, go out, you know, gather materials, build, except it's a zombie survival horde game where every seven days... A giant wave of zombies comes in, doesn't matter where you're at, what you're doing, they know where you are, they're coming for you. There's no avoiding it. Every seven days. That sounds stressful. But so you have, you know, six days to go out, gather material, you know, loot buildings, chop down trees, mine, and then build your base. And then on the seventh day, it's just, hey, where are your guns? Where are your ammo? Do you have enough ammo? Do you know what you're going to do when these 40 zombies come running at you in the dead of night? No? You got 20 hours to figure it out. Uh, that reminds me of Forge Labs' uh, 100 Days Minecraft. It's a really popular, well, it's been a popular thing over the years. But he does some zombie mods, and basically every 10 days, the mob gets worse and worse till he reaches 100 days. And he has like different environments, right? So yeah. he'll he'll play. Uh, I think there was one like something wilderness, 
but it was ice cold and as it also goes it gets colder so he has to keep warm oh yeah so it's really stressful and i think i don't know at the end of one of them he made it to day 99 and then died damn because that's how bad it got but he was basically staying alive by a miracle. He knows so much about Minecraft yet so little. Hmm. Awesome. Interesting. Have any of you guys played Sally Face? I've seen Sally Face, yeah. I never I never finished it, but I I've gotten through about halfway through the game. But I've watched the entire playthroughs, I think, except for the very, very last chapter. Hmm. I think I've seen the whole thing. Have you guys seen uh, Happy Game? Happy. I think, I feel like I watched, let me look that up. That sounds... Oh, dude, that game is... A... Yeah, yeah, I watched the entire playthrough with Markiplier. Oh, see, that thing is a fever dream of a horror game. Wait, what? Wait, what is it called? Happy Game. Look up Happy, Happy game, game Markiplier. It, like, it's not good. I've just, usually when I do chores, like, uh, when I go outside to put the chickens up and let my dogs out, I'll play Markiplier in the background. Feels less lonely. Um, and this was one of the ones that it happened to land on. I was just stuck here for like 40-something minutes listening to him in the background play this game. Look over and then he's getting eaten by, like, giant bugs. Yep. That game is so weird. I'll say, one of the other... Uh, have you guys ever seen or heard of analog horror? Yes. What? What again? Sorry. Analog horror. No, I have not. Alright, it's very interesting. Like there's there's some out there where like it's really good. Isn't Local Fifty Eight a really popular one? I don't know. I was watching uh, last night after i got home it was like 11 o'clock no it wasn't even 11 it was like 11 30 midnight i was just getting supper walked into the living room sat down had you know bulls also and some chips you know got golden retrievers laying on the floor you know like max is out you know max is our golden retriever mm -hmm. and you know i'm watching this analog horror video and at this point, I'm sitting there looking, and I was like, ah, oh, this is... God, this is kinda creepy. Cause like, yeah, it actually like, creeps me out. It's done real well, like, you can't tell if it's real or not. Like, you know in the back of your mind it's real, but like, at the same time you're watching the video, it's like, is this actually a thing? Wait a minute. But then, you know, I'm watching this thing, so I'm already creeped out. Mind you, Max has been on the floor sound asleep for the last, like, 20 minutes. And then, like, I got to this one part of it. I was in there, it's like, oh, that's horrifying. Where, you know, it's, like, talking about these things, like, have been trying to break into homes recently. And, like, right around that part, Max just shoots up, like, straight onto all his, all fours. Turns, goes to the front door, and just starts Barking his head off. I'd be scared shitless. He I'd pee bark. my pants. Say normally he doesn't bark, 
and he just starts going off on the front door as I get to this part where it's like, oh, hey, here's these, you know, really terrifying things that may or may not be real that are trying to break into homes. Mind you, I'm sitting, like, in a chair. It's like, I'm sitting in a chair, and then, like, a little in front of me, we have a gun rack on the wall. And on the gun rack, we have Dad's shotgun and then my AR-15. You're about to shoot somebody. Max starts going off at the door. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna grab... Is this my time? Yeah, Analog Horror is actually... It's scary just because it's ominous, in a way. It's like... Well, because, like, especially a couple of them will start off where it's like... This could actually be a real thing. And then it slowly goes into where it's like... Yeah, this... This, no, this doesn't exist. But Lights have been reported across the cornfield. When they're done, like, when analog horror is done well, like, it gets to a certain point where you're sitting there, it's like, this could possibly be a thing. Like, there's a slight possibility that this does exist. And then, you know, you get... And then there's somewhere, like, it just starts going in, and then it starts to lean into horror just a little bit, where, like, you know, most good analog horrors would, like, lean that far, and they back off, and it's just perfectly fine. But then, like, there's somewhere it starts to lean in, and it's like, you know, we're already in partial horror elements, so let's just go all the way. And, like, it yeah, sometimes it's a little too much. But if you if you're invested in it and you watch all the way from the beginning, then it can kind of dive a little deeper. But it all depends really on what it's about. Hmm. Interesting. I'll look into this. I'll I'll send you some. Yeah, there's also like MatPat has made theory theory videos on like an analog horror one. Hmm. Yeah, multiple. I watch them, but I always get kind of like, I don't know. They're not. Because I usually watch MatPat when I'm doing stuff, if I have to, like, do wash the dishes or some crap. Uh, uh or, like, I'm walking, but... Like, a lot of times when I'm hanging out in, like, one of the, uh, voice servers, I'm normally either listening to Spotify or I'm listening to, like, Game Theorist, one of those while I'm playing. Yeah. I did that one. His analog horror ones. I have to be doing something happy to really listen to more. I guess something I know is kind of darker. But if I'm doing something like I'm outside filling the rabbits' water at like 9 p.m. when it's pitch dark outside, I'll play something happy like a food theory or something. Oh yeah, it's not like, oh hey, I'm in the middle of nowhere at midnight. Horror. Time to play some analog horror theories. Although, I will be honest, I have done that a couple of times to, I don't remember who it was at this point, but me and one of my friends were hanging out one day, and, uh, you guys know what, uh, what's it, I think it's Hatchet Man Road, so you guys know what road that is, right, up by, uh, Bell Fountain? Perhaps, I, I have so. not lived here long. Alright, so basically... The story of Hatchet Man Road is, you know, there's this road, a back road, you know, it used to have, like, a house way out by it, but, you know, just this back road surrounded by woods. 
been like surrounded by woods on either side of it and then when it ends you know it turns off onto i think i think it's 235 but you know turns off onto this road and it's just cornfield as far as you can see when the road ends sounds like all of ohio but then you know there's also uh there used to be a house back there and the main reason people call it hatchet man's road is there's you know story about it where it used to be this dude at the house people that lived saying killed his family and would roam the woods wait for vehicles to break down or would place things in the road you know cause vehicles to crash and then he would hunt and kill the occupants of the vehicle and then you know it slowly developed to there to where oh hey this dude has psychic powers where he can just cause a vehicle to malfunction and then he just goes and gets the occupants and I had one of my buddies visiting that you know he's never been in Ohio then we were going by Hatchet Man, we were down Hatchet Man's Road and so I was like I'm gonna mess with this dude a little bit so we started <laughs> talking about you know the story of Hatchet Man's Road and everything Now I was driving the truck which yeah, the truck has some issues sometimes. And if you if you fiddle the gas pedal just right, you can get it since it doesn't have a tacking or it won't show the RPMs fluctuating. So you can get it to sound like something's going wrong. Oh god. I started doing that a little bit and I just killed the engine. I looked at him and it's like, hey, so uh the truck died. How about you? <coughs> Like, how about you go uh, grab the flashlights from the back real quick, which, you know, all the way to get in the back of the truck, you have to get out walk around it. So, you know, he, he you know, has to get some convincing, because, obviously. So, he goes out to the back of the truck to grab the flashlights. I roll down my window, you know, just go out my window real quick, and go under the truck. Wait till he gets to the cab of the truck, and, you know, he gets back up to the cabin and I was like, hey, where'd you go, dude? I just grabbed his ankle and pulled him. He did not talk to me. The <laughs> time he was in Ohio. It was... <laughs> I'd be so mad if somebody did that to me. Dude, he was... I would have pissed my pants. I probably would have punched pissed. you. <laughs> I would have cried. Actually, that's what I would have done. I probably would have too after that. Honestly, I mean, if you guys have ever paid attention, especially around Halloween, I like stuff like that. I like horror, which, like, I enjoy horror. I enjoy that stuff. I like. Scary. We can kind of tell by your last two topics. Very much so. Well, that's also kind of what the podcast is based around. I guess. But yeah, especially like, I think. You've seen some of the makeup I've done for Halloween, haven't you, Swarmer? Yes. Yeah, have you seen any of it? I don't think I have. Oh, dude. I go all out for Halloween. And this year I had... It took, I think, four and a half hours for me to do. But I went through, did some, uh... I did... Took some of the latex skin and a plastic bag and just like completely removed my left eye it was 
Oh, it was so much fun. Triton SFX artist. I must know <laughs> where you get the stuff. You can get latex skin up at a... You can get it at Spirit Halloween. Latex skin you can actually get at Walmart. For real? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And then you can also get stuff like... Because like a lot of like the burn stuff I'll do... I'll use like those little cheap packs you can get of uh, like just like the cream makeup that normally or grease paint makeup that like you can find at Goodwills. I'll mm. use some of that for like the burn makeup. It's. I think Goodwill is just a cheap Halloween store all year round. Well agreed on. It has so many cool stuff yet so many kind of creepy stuff. Yeah. Alright, so Sanity, I sent some of the makeup I did this year to the meme page. Okay. The only bad thing is because I lost a lot of weight over the summer, I have a green shirt I've been using, like, every time I've done the prosthetic makeup for the last, like, three, four years that I had to replace just on the fly because I didn't... I wasn't expecting it not to fit anymore. So it was just on the fly. It's like, oh, hey, this needs to be redone. Um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Quickly. I don't have... Honestly, since I just upgraded my phone, I don't have some of my old older stuff. This is just what I did this year. Some of, that, uh. some of the stuff I did when I had the mole. Oh, dude, it was awesome. So this is from earliest year, but I'm getting. I will say I think it would also, I think it'd be fun to just like get all of us involved in the podcast. You know, get like the entire main cast, maybe a couple of guests, and just like sit down and actually do something. Yeah, I'd really like to do it in person. Yeah. I, think that's like, I do like doing them in person. We just, I feel like it'll probably calm down a lot after Pet Band. Yeah, well, I'll say part of our issue is, like, all of us are involved in different activities. You know, there's certain days not all of us can record and everything. But, like, I think it'd be fun to get, like, all of us together around, like, Halloween and actually, like, do some prosthetic makeup, like, Maybe do it on, like, one of the trick-or-treat nights at, like, a campgrounds or something. You know, like, just go around. Oh. Also, is One-Eye also... One-Eye is the, uh, character I use. One yeah. Eye. We, we had, like, like, a... Thing. He had a picture of, like, it's all the skeletons. He ba We based this entire podcast off, and that was the one he chose. It's actually the, uh, emblem for our Discord. Oh, right, let yeah. me see. Which skeleton is you? Um, so you see the dude with the red bandana? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's missing an eye, and that's the one that I went with. You know, he's got an eye patch over his one. Uh, yeah, the, uh, this picture's really blurry. I just kind of oh, here. intensely eye. zoomed in on it. It was a picture of our Halloween de decorations at our time. At the time, and then... I wasn't gonna be a, I wasn't gonna be home for trick or treat, so we started just recording little audio files for uh, to sit 
and have Clay over in that area. That way, you know, we could still maybe creep some people out, even though I want to be able to actually be there. Uh. And then, you know, I think we recorded two or three, and all of us were sent, got talking. It's like, hey, this is, you know, this is a lot of fun. What if, like, we make an actual podcast? Like, what if we just do a podcast, you know, have some fun with it, do stuff similar to this? Uh, and that's, Swarmer, what skeleton are you? Uh, uh there's a zombie not. one, but I don't know if it's laid out in this photo. Yeah, I just have to get a bigger or a better photo of it. But there's a zombie one, and that's the one I am. That's why I'm named Swarmer. I'm the... Which one is Dill? Uh, he's the Jack. The one with, you know, its hand up to its throat. The pirate. The pirate? The other pirate. Yeah, there's two pirates. And then Tori is the skeleton holding a pumpkin. Okay, the pirate is uh, with the one with the hat. Yes. Like the brown hat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the convict we never actually got someone to voice for the podcast. I can be convict. Wait, I wonder. I, I wonder if there's a golden retriever in Wiener Dog Mix. No way. I'm looking at on my phone now. I'm looking it up. No. On my phone, screenshot whatever the result is and send it into the meme page. So just fair warning, cause this fits so much. Oh well, if I could spell better. Oh man, dang it! Why am I now just thinking about this? Oh, crap! I forgot to mention about the Walton files. What is that? Okay, it's not a game, but it's like, oh my god, the dog is cute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she send a picture to the memes? Yeah. Oh my god, I want it. Oh, it's adorable. <laughs> oh so my god. Cute. It's a golden wiener. I, you know what? I think that kind of fits Dylan a little bit, not even gonna lie. I can kind of see it. Cause it's an annoying little like tiny thing, but then it's also like, hey, you're kind of cool. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry, Dylan. We love you, Dylan. <laughs> Nothing against you, man. Just trying to record sometimes, dude. I want to look up Chihuahua and Golden Retriever. Okay, so. Wait, what? Back to what you were talking about. Oh, okay. So, like, the Walton Files is like a video series made by Walt, uh, Martin Walls, who, oh my god, it is genius. I absolutely love it. It's like FNAF in a sense, but it's huh? more like focused on the family and the people than rather the animatronics. And it's based off of like, uh, oh, what was the main character? I forget his name. I like. Oh, what I is it? It was a bunny. Banny. Oh, no. <laughs> <Banny. laughs> it's not Banny. It's not Banny. Oh, Starts with a B though. I don't know. Vinny? Anyways, it's like 
the whole thing is based in like I think the seventies, and and it's like there's these two like uh oh it's people. Bon, Bon. I almost said Bon Bon. I'm like that's not right. I but thought it was it Bon Bon. It so right. Bon bon, or a Banny maybe. Banny's the purple bunny. Yeah, Banny, purple bunny. Anyways. Yeah. There's like these two guys, one of them is named, uh... Why am I forgetting names? Oh my goodness. It's okay, we've all been through it. There's these two owners, and one of them goes missing. Jack. Jack is a father who goes missing, and supposedly he's the soul that possesses, like, Bond. And it's just, I really recommend it. If you like to be paranoid, watch the series. It's it's really good. Paranoia. It's a great thing. Thomas is gonna watch it and then just gonna end up gonna paranoid at his door. Just yeah. With my rifle by my side. <laughs> you know what I think would be cool? Yeah. What? If we like were able like to stream it on Discord. I know like some like I was on a call one time and we were able like to watch YouTube videos. While on call, we can do that. We can do that sometime. Yeah. I don't know when, but oh. eventually. We can, yeah, we can screen share on our phones. Or yeah. I remembered. If you guys ever are looking for Renegade, like the song Renegade, make sure you know who the artist is because there are so many songs named Renegade. Yeah, like, you could just flip through, like, a hundred of them and never find the one you're looking for. When I was younger, I used to think songs, like, if you named a song, like, Oranges, nobody could ever name a song Oranges again, so I thought we were gonna run out of song names by now. And that people would have to resort to, like, song numbers and names mixed together. This is song 182. Here you go. <laughs> Can you imagine you accidentally flip the numbers around? It's like, all right, and now it's like, all right. I think it was. This song is called Happy Oranges. <laughs> I, I believe it was song number one eighty-eight. Just starts playing like some screamo thing. It's like, nope. I'm looking for eighty-eight one. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I just used to think it was impossible to name a song the same name. I used to be so fascinated when there was like. Songs with the same name. Oh yeah, I was like. I feel like all all songs with the same name usually sound oddly different. Oh yeah. Well, they don't want to get yelled at. But, uh, well, well, no, I mean like they just have a whole different premise for some reason. That's what like they're whole two different vibes. Well, not even just vibes. Like they're just renegade could be about some country singer trying to blow her house up. And then the other one could be like, You made my heart and now I'm dead. Something like that. That is one of the nice things about like listening to bands like Sabaton and all that is like, because of what their songs are based off of, there is no one ever using the same title as them. <laughs> the video game plot idea. Uh, hold up. I, th I had one in my mind, but I am losing my mind. 
Yeah, true. Roblox horror games. Oh, oh, oh. There's Poppy Playtime, by the way. I forgot about that. Oh. Ooh, I've... I've seen a couple of that game, but I've never actually, like, watched the entire thing. Well, There's it's not, not even a whole completed. lot of it. There's only one chapter, and it's it's really good, actually. You should watch it. Like, I'm serious. I think you'll really like it, dude. Yeah. I would say, I've watched maybe, like, five or six minutes. Anyway. Yeah, I think you'd really like Poppy Playtime. Yeah, it's uh, really interesting. Yeah, and it had, like, it's... It's I, honestly, if it goes good, it could honestly be as popular as FNAF one day if it keeps going right. Yeah, if it goes in the right direction, it'll end up really good. But like so far, the first chapter, even by like people who have been reviewing it, it's basically a phenomenal first chapter. Right. Well, um, but yeah. Yeah, and like people said, it's genuinely kind of a breath of fresh air for horror games because the jump scares are actually scary and it has good mechanics that are different than a lot of others. See, that is one thing that always fascinates me now is like when, especially like looking at different horror games, is like a lot of times now jump scares are more just like something silly or fun that just come out of nowhere that way it kind of scares you so like when you find one of those games where it's actually something somewhat terrifying or disturbing it's like oh this game is not playing around what did i get myself into and yeah i just find that fascinating now poppy playtime it's because there's enough to speculate on it to where it's not horribly confusing to like fnaf level of confusing but to where it still has a lot of unanswered stuff. Right. And it's pretty unique with its design. It really is. Yeah. Poppy okay. Playtime is like Bendy and the Ink Machine, but inverted. Oh, that's real interesting. I never... It's like, it's colorful, it's children-like, it's in a factory, but not for ink or anything like that. And the main villain is actually, like, a kid's toy. Yeah. Yeah, because isn't it, like, that really weird blue thing? Yeah. Well, like, he isn't even... There's probably a lot more villains to come. But he's the main one that everybody knows. Yeah, there's a theory that he's just... He's barely even anything. Like he's because he would have killed us if he actually could. He was messing with us. He wasn't going at us full speed or else he would have immediately attacked us. Hmm. Setting up for something more. Yeah, well, because... Uh, okay, this is a little bit of a split, but at the beginning, uh, like, it says that you basically... that they have really good security measures. And, um, uh, there's a speculation that that blue guy it was just a security measure. Hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah, because there's, like, there's other toys and stuff around there, right? And think about it. If he heard us coming in, and, like, I don't know, because as soon as we started to trespass, that's when he really went after us. Yeah. Because technically we were in an all-open area until we tried to go back. Right. And then he could have, like, there was tons of times, like, uh, when you go collect those blocks and stuff to get the other hand. Mm-hmm. 
where he could have definitely uh, killed us, probably. Especially in that cramped area. Hmm. Maybe you should that... work for MatPat. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm getting most of the stuff, I think, from MatPat, because I watched that video, but I've mm. also watched the playthroughs from uh, multiple different creators, because it's, like, only a 20-minute playthrough, and All it's right. simple. And it's also interesting to see how people react to it. Do people listen to podcasts? Sure. Do you not listen to podcast sanity? Well, I don't. I only. I only use really Apple Music or YouTube sometimes. Oh, I mostly listen to YouTube videos. I listen to podcasts on Spotify all the time. So do I. I only. I use Apple Music just because I can. As long as it's downloaded, I can play it without service. Ah. So uh, you can do the same thing on Spotify with premium. Yeah. Well, my parents also got it, so. I don't really have a choice in that. It'd be weird to ask for another streaming service. True. If you ever do, like, look into, like, listening to some podcasts and everything, definitely look into Distractables. It is... I've been wanting to listen to that. Oh, it's so funny. I like how I'm on a podcast asking if people listen to podcasts. (laughs) But, like, honestly, like... Mark, Bob, and Wade are just awesome content creators. And, like, their podcast... Because, like, some of their best videos is, like, when they're just playing Uno, you know, just, like, kind of zoned out from the game, just having conversations. Like, in my opinion, that's some of their best content, and that's basically all of of what Distractable is. It's just those three having a... Getting distracted? I would say they go on tangents all the time, and it's so funny to me. That reminds me of trying to play any game with my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Closing remarks or anything before we end? This has been Name in Progress, and we're out.